the demonic realm exists, the devil exists, shaitan exists, and black magic exists. And today, I will tell you a story that proves all of these. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to another episode of the Ahmed Khan podcast. Today, we have a very exciting topic that we will be discussing. And before we even get into it, just a quick disclaimer that this topic should only be for people who are 18 years and older. It will get quite graphic and at times it can get very scary. So I caution those uh, people who are under the age of 18 um, or to watch it with adult supervision. But the topic we are going to discuss today is a topic that many people have told me to speak upon. And it's the topic of the supernatural realm, the topic of jinns, of Dajjal, of all of these horrible, disgusting, satanistic rituals and religions that are starting to emerge. And what we will find is that there's a pattern among all of these. And there is so much material that I have on this subject that as of right now, I will just condense into one podcast. But inshallah, if, if people think that we need a series on this subject, we can have an entire series dedicated to this subject. Whole episodes dedicated to evil eye, to black magic, to Dajjal, to jinns and stuff. But today I want to tell, I want to explain this story through the life of a man. And this is a prominent individual who's had a transformative effect on the entire world. And this is the story of the real father of the space age, who also just happened to be a Satanist. And yes, these two are related. His name was Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons had studied at Caltech University and he was a world-class rocket engineer. This is a man who invented the first rocket engine to use a castable composite rocket propellant and he pioneered the advancement of both liquid fuel and solid fuel rockets. In other words, he created the fuel that enabled us to penetrate the stratosphere. And without Jack Parsons, we wouldn't have been able to go to outer space. His inventions allowed for satellites to be created. And Ron Hubbard, who's, out, who's known as the father of the space age, said that Jack Parsons is actually the real father of the space age. But there's also a dark side to Parsons. And this is something which is known to many people. Documentaries have been made about this. Films have been made about this. Books have been written about him. But Jack Parsons was openly a devil worshiper. He was openly a Satanist. Now, what exactly is a Satanist? This is a word that's been thrown around often, but there's a lot of confusion as to what exactly it means. The idea of being a Satanist has been around for centuries, but it was only in this last century where it became formalized into a cult around the mid 20th century. And now we're beginning to see as religion starts to play less of a role in people's lives, people are looking elsewhere. 
and one of those options is Satanism. Now, there are many different strands of Satanism, but generally they worship and they revere the image, the image of Satan, also known as Shaitan in the Islamic tradition. To them, God represents an authoritarian, tyrannical being whose job is to restrict people's lives through irrational commandments. Whereas Satan calls people to follow their desires. He calls them towards freedom. He allows them to do whatever they want. He allows them to follow their desires. And for the Satanists, Satan represents rebellion, whereas God represents tyranny. And therefore, Satan is actually the good one, and God is actually the bad one, the villain in this situation. It's a very, very dark, dark way of looking at things. Satanists generally involve themselves <clears throat> in some sort of black magic. They read these works of black magic, the types of worships that they do involve reading from these books and openly calling upon the devil. And you'll find is that nudity plays a large role in their worship. There's a documentary which um, I would not recommend to people necessarily because of the nudity in it but it's called Hail Satan. And it explains Satanism in today's age, particularly in America, and some of the rituals and practices they engage in, which is very dark. But to understand the story of Jack Parsons, we need to understand Satanism because he was heavily involved in Satanism. He was heavily involved in black magic. For example, he would openly engage in sexually based magical operations with his prostitutes. Meaning while he was engaging in sex, he was placing black magic at the core of the action of the intercourse. And he would read all of these spells and he would call upon all of these demons. And this signifies how, how dark this individual was. But one day while he was engaging in these deviant practices involving black magic, he states in his diary that he had an out-of-body experience and that he was transported to the biblical city of Chorazin. And he performed what was called a black pilgrimage. Now, before we move any further, it's very important to realize that Everything the devil does is the opposite to what God has commanded us to do. For example, God commands us, the, you know, the angelic way is to speak normally, to speak in a proper function. But Satanists and the devil speak backwards. And what you will find with some of the, some of the people involved in the music industry, some of their albums, their songs can be played backwards like the Beatles, for example. And the Quran is prohibited. It is haram for people to recite the Quran backwards because that is following the path of the devils. And there are many prominent people, whether they're athletes, whether they're musicians, whether they're artists, who are able to speak backwards English. 
This is a very demonic practice. Um, so when Jack Parsons talks about performing the black pilgrimage, he's talking about doing the opposite of what God commands us because God commands us to perform hedge, which is the pilgrimage. And by calling it the black pilgrimage, he's calling us towards an, a different way of looking at the world an, an anti something that is antithetical to Islam. But there are many things that they do, which are, which are the opposite of we do. Islam calls, tells us to call people to Allah, to God. The Satanists call people towards the devil. Our leader during the end of times is Christ, meaning Isa alayhi salam. Their leader is the Antichrist. We believe in the right hand. We believe that we should be doing things that are pure. We should be beginning them with our right hand. Whereas the devils follow the left hand. In fact, the church of Satan has a movement which they call the left hand path. Because for them, they want to take the opposite path as, as us. And another thing which is very, very important about the distinction between the angelic realm and the evil realm is that the demonic realm is obsessed with numerology and with patterns of 11. And so the church that they have, the church of Satan, has 11 rules. The people involved in this black magic industry, as we will later see, are also the people involved in this satellite image uh, business, just like Jack Parsons. And they place their satellites at 22,000 feet. And very interestingly, when they place black magic on our Prophet wasallam. They blew on 11 knots, 11 knots. And that's why the counter towards black magic are the last two surahs in the Quran, which have 11 ayats. And our scholars say they have 11 ayats because they are there to counter the negative, the demonic 11 that the Satanists that these people practice. And so everything that they do is opposite to what we do. And so that's what Jack Parsons was highlighting when he called it the black pilgrimage. But what I'm about to say right now is going to be very eye-opening. But when Jack Parsons was on his pilgrimage that he mentioned, and he was transported to the city, he was approached by a man who said, you are helping me. And Parsons replied by saying, what is your name? And this is written in Parson's diary. The man responded that my name is Balerion Armilius Adajal, the Antichrist. This is stuff that we can't make up, folks. The question that I have is to people who kind of question something like this is, Parsons had no background in comparative religion. He had no understanding of Islam or a very minimal understanding. And to me, there's absolutely no proof as to how he could have even figured out that the Jal was the Antichrist. And from that moment onward, Parsons began to identify himself as the Jal. In fact, he writes in his diary, quote, and I swear that my name is Balerion 
Armelius Adajal, the Antichrist, and I have come to fulfill the law of the beast 666. And by 1949, Parsons continued to have this claim, writing in his book of the Antichrist. And I, Valerian, the Antichrist, do lift up my voice and prophecy. And I say, I will bring everybody to the law of the beast 666. And in his law, I shall conquer the world. And earlier when we talked about how the demonic way is to always do the opposite of what we are doing. This is what part, what Parsons was articulating was the Shahada, was the testimony of faith towards Satanism. Because we have our own, that we testify that there is no God worthy of worship other than Allah. And that Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is the final prophet. And so they continue with this rhetoric of doing things which are opposite to us, things that are antithetical to us. And this encounter that Jack Parsons had with this being named Dajjal, I will leave it up to you and allow you to take your own discretion as to what exactly this means. Now, because of his occult activities, Parsons was fired from his job. And he began studying full-time black magic to try to create these new inventions. Earlier, we talked about Ron Hubbard, who's known as the father of the space age. But Ron Hubbard at this time began to work with Jack Parsons on developing these new inventions. And they were consistently looking at these magical rituals. They were reading these books on black magic and seeing what they could use to bring these things together, to create these new inventions. And on June 17th, 1952, Jack Parsons was performing black magic on a new experiment that he was trying to create. And it went haywire and it accidentally blew up on him. The explosion destroyed the lower part of the building of his house and Parsons sustained mortal wounds. His right forearm was amputated. His legs and his left arm were broken. And there was a hole in the right side of his face. And within 37 minutes, he was dead. This is a man who, once he became familiarized with the occult, with Satanism, with black magic, began to heavily engage in these practices. And... These practices are what some believe allowed him to create these inventions. And inshallah, we can dedicate another podcast to the role that Satanism, that black magic has to some of these inventions that are allowing us to get to space, inshallah. But to just to reveal how dark of a world Satanism is and the type of things that Parsons was engaging in, I'm about to mention something which is very disturbing. And so if you are sensitive, I request that you skip the next 20 seconds of this video. According to the Times, after Parsons was killed, police went through the documents in his house and they came across a bunch of these homemade films that Jack Parsons had created. 
And when they played it, they found something so disturbing, so disgusting. They found an entire box filled with home films of Parsons engaging in sexual intercourse with his mother and his dog simultaneously. And they found evidence of Parsons creating cakes that were made with menstrual blood. Again, I mentioned this not to discuss you, but to reveal how dark of a man this individual was and that actions like these occur in Satanism, whether it's in their rituals, whether it's in their manuals or their scripts, but this is a very dark world. And the people who are engaging in this world are engaging in black magic. They have connections and they have interactions with the devils, right? Our scholars say that things like Ouija boards, they are, these are sometimes used as mechanisms to call upon the demons. And the people who engage in these practices engage in a transaction. And that transaction is that they receive some assistance from these jinn, from these devils. And in return, they sell their souls. And I didn't give too much credence to this until I started reading the Quran. And the Quran talks about many of these things. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the story of Sulaiman alayhi salam and the story of black magic in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the people who engage in this black magic that the angels Harut and Marut taught the people and the angels told them that this was a test. Allah says that the people who engage in this practices are selling their souls. They're selling their selves. And in today's age, there's a lot of mention on topics such as Illuminati and these transactions that are being made. Now, I'm not sure whether or not this thing of the Illuminati exists or not. But according to the Quran, when you engage in black magic, you are selling yourself and you are selling your soul. And these things, whether or not people want to believe them, are real. And we have a plethora of evidence to reveal this. And people might say that this is crazy stuff, that people who are saying this is crazy. But when you look at the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the prophets, Allah says that the people who don't believe in the prophets, they say that the prophets are crazy or they're sorcerers. This is the way they slander them. And so if I'm called crazy for discussing a topic like this, a topic which is real, a topic which we have a plethora of evidences in the Quran and the Hadith to discuss upon, then I'm fine with being called crazy. Now, my objective simply is to convince you that this world exists and we have proof for it. However, the problem in today's world is the evidence that people are looking for are empirical, meaning people are looking for a physical cause for all of this. People will not believe in jinn. 
in black magic in the devils unless they can actually see them with their own eyes. Despite us having testimonies from people across the world, because every single civilization, every single society that has ever existed believed in some sort of black magic, in some sort of jinn, and they believed in the supernatural realm. Whether that was the people of the Middle East, whether that was the people of the Indian subcontinent, the people of Africa, the people in North America, all of them believed in this realm. And we have plenty of proofs of that. And if you found this to be eye-opening, which I know you did because this is, this is very disturbing information, please share it around with your peers. And let me know in the comment section what you thought about it. And if you would like more podcasts on the subject, because inshallah, we plan on doing a series on the topics of the supernatural realm. Topics on Dajjal, topics on jinn, topics on black magic, and also topics on dreams. Because the dreams, whether people want to believe it or not, are part of the supernatural realm. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allahu yatawaffal anfusahina mawtiha. That at the time of sleep, Allah takes the souls away from the people. And from some of the souls, Allah returns them back. And for the other ones, Allah holds them, keeps them. And the dream realm is a very interesting realm because the soul is transported elsewhere. And we can have a discussion frankly, on what exactly that entails. So I hope I didn't scare you too much with this content. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.